Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara, and I'm here with my brother and co-host Devin. Hello. Hello, hello, Devin. Hello, hello. It's been uh, two weeks. What do you got for us today? The first time I see a jogger smiling, I'll consider it. Very nice. <laughs> a live, <laughs> live intro. So, <clears throat> the rhythmic I, uh, rhythm stylings of me. <laughs> I, like your, I like your music and I like your quote. And uh, I like, uh, I don't, I feel like I know where that quote's from, but I can't remember specifically. <laughs> but like, it's, I either, always, it's either like Friends or Seinfeld or something. I don't know. Well, the, um, I'll say I kind of, I didn't think of that quote. The quote that I found that is from Joan Rivers, right? Comedian. Okay. But I say that a lot of times to my wife to make her laugh. Because whenever we see a jogger or runner, I'm just like, they always look so unhappy. They're always holding their side or grimacing or like, they look like zombies. (laughs) Like, Like, dude, just stop. You're not... Your form is right. off now. Whatever you're doing is not working. You know? Yeah. So yeah, what's what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, it, it will get you fit, but you know, the first time I see a jogger smiling, I'll consider it. Um, um Yes, yeah, cause we wanted to go into what things do you do purely for the fun of it? Right. Yeah. What do we what yeah, exactly. That's I was thinking. Well, what 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 do we yeah, make you, for fun? Just make right, it for right, fun, right? You know, because I think as adults we have this responsibility to support our families and make money. You know, because we're living a you know a capitalist country and that's how we live. So, but what do we do for fun? You know, like what do we make for fun? We Can make we make for fun? for fun? Can anything you make be fun, or is it like just a job? Yeah, you and. Know? And to broaden that term, like things that you, not, I guess hobbies, but like right. music, the reason I wanted to play just the intro is, I mean, that's what I do, but I'll just play that for eight minutes. And then Matt, our other guitar player who has the super, super talent, right. he plays yeah. lines and lines over something like that. And I mean, we used to do it for fun as a band. Now we do it for music for the channel, but... I will just pick up the guitar and do that type of stuff. Play a few cards, chords, and that's purely for no one else. Right. I sit down alone, pick up an instrument, play it just for me. Only I can hear it. Unless my daughter's around, then she'll dance to it. <laughs> or my wife will go to the other room. <laughs> but <laughs> but it's purely for yourself. Right. So there are some things that you... I mean, obviously there's some... Like, what are other things that you're just doing for yourself? Or, do, like, you're not sharing it. You're not. Right. I mean, you could say, you know, under the sheets with your loved right. one. That's something. I mean, you could share that. <laughs> it depends who you. Right. Yeah. Depends what kind of fun you're trying to have. 
<laughs> but other than that type of thing, like what kind of stuff is just for you? Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. There's, the benefit is just because it's fun, because you enjoy doing it. Right. And, um, right. If that can be the only like, like jogging, maybe some people, I mean, some people do like to do it and then they, but it also has a lot of other things. And I guess most fun things do. Right. Right. A lot of advantages, but you know, you're getting healthy yeah. and there's benefits, but some things you just purely do or some things you make just purely for the fun of it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, I like your, I like your example of music because it is, you know, like sit down and play music. You're not recording it, you know, like it's just because you enjoy doing that thing. And there's a right. lot of things. I mean, you know, as as an artist, with my background background in fine art, you know, a lot of that is I'm I'm creating artwork because I'm driven to do it, you know, because I because I have this passion to create work, to create mm. artwork. Right. And artwork is that it's purely it's purely a visual thing. You know, then there's craft. Craft is like a you make something because it has a purpose, right? right? So you're making it for that purpose, or or I'm making something to fill a purpose for something. You know, like making a new door for a house, right? There's there's a craft to it, but there's a purpose for it. It has an end goal. It's a design, right? Um, a and table, I think that's, or, yeah, right, exactly. But can that also be in the same realm as fun? And there are some. Some people who say, you know, like if if you're a business person or if you're doing something like you shouldn't it shouldn't be about the fun. It should be about like taking it seriously and making the money and do what you need to do for your family. And of course, yeah, there's yeah. there's elements of that that are true. Yeah, but, they can have they can have fun on their yacht. Right. You know, exactly. Yeah. Three yeah. weeks out of the year. And that And that's, in, you know, hey, that's cool, too. Right. Yeah. And I just, you know, I had a neighbor one time who was like, yeah, I'm, you know, when I was your age, I worked, you know, six days a week, every day, you know, every week, just mm-hmm. like made sure that I, you know, I bust my butt and then I, I knew now I, you know, I have this money to be able to start support my family and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, but what about the time? What about all <laughs> that time you lost with your family and, you know, your children when they were children? What did he do you know, it? When they were little. But did he do it when he was single? That's a different game. No, no. This is like when he because had a family I, when he was younger. Yeah. Well, I mean... I, but yeah, you're right. Right, time is yeah. is what's worth the most. But right. sometimes, I mean, you do have to. It depends, especially people who own their own businesses. Yeah, maybe they are in finance. They have no choice. Um, right. I was gonna say. I mean, when I worked two, I worked two football teams and two baseball teams and a college team. I mean, there was times I didn't have a day off for like a month and a half. Um, right. But I was single, right. and yeah, right. And I could, I still did things at night. I still did single people stuff. I still went to the bar right. and met people and hung yeah. out with my friends. See, that's when you can do it. Right, but exactly, yeah. That you're right. Your time. Oh man, like once. I mean, I get my wife and my baby. You really start thinking about like, do I want to oh, yeah. pick up that extra gig? Like, right, how many yeah. things do I want to miss? Like, yep. Is it? Should I go in do this thing? And it, most times, I'm like, yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. Right. And yeah, I mean, you know, I, like I said, I hear people all the time talking about it, like the importance of like sticking to your guns and always like, you know, working a ton of extra hours and things. And like, yeah, there's there's a time and a place for that. And, you know, if you want to get something done or if you want to push through a company and you want to like get everything, you know, you, you have to, as Brian House would say, you got to work for it, you know, and that's true. <laughs> you do. But 
if you're going to devote that much time to it, it's got to be fun. You know, you got to mm-hmm. enjoy it. And and what what are you doing that is just for the fun of it? You know, like I think I was started thinking about this last week, and actually, it's something that you sent to me, and we might we may have talked about this on the last podcast, but you've been three D printing, and you were like printing out little characters. Like, there's no reason you have to print out these little like <laughs> little dudes. You know, these little characters. Like, that's just for fun. You know, right. like. Like you have this thing that can serve a purpose and can make money and can be part of like creating content and stuff, but some of it's yeah. got to be fun, you know. Like I was, you have to I was, like, yeah, some yeah. things you just do because you can do it. Maybe right. that it, maybe that is the art thing or the music thing. You're pleased at the result of the yeah. thing you're doing, right? Um, so that is that is a, a a fulfilling activity, right? Right. A ple- yeah. you know, it makes you happy. Um, yeah, right. I, I made a bunch of little things just because I couldn't. I, I was amazed that this 3d printer could print out these things that look pretty good. Yeah. And it was just, you know, it was just layers of plastic. Right. Yeah. I would, you know, you turn it on and then you go back and I did it overnight and then, um, we could talk about our, our gambling and I don't think we'd, we no, might we have been yeah, brought, but <laughs> you know, I printed out like 10 little characters overnight. I woke up and they're all sitting there, you know, in the office. <laughs> you know, I was like, so cool. It's like Indian in the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> they moved. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, so I was thinking about that. And then this week, um, so we, we like filmed a couple of days last week and we got some videos done, which you've been working on. And mm-hmm. so this week I've had some, a little bit of free time. Like I'm taking a class as well, evening or online classes. I've been doing that. And, and, uh, over the I guess last last weekend and then early this week, I uh, I started thinking about making a wooden sword for myself, which I posted on Instagram when I made it. But I was like, well, you know, what what I want to do? Like, do I was kind of looking into like full size swords and things. Like, what would I want if I were going to make something for myself? A you know, a real sword. Um, which I could do when I I made the pirate sword and, you know, like there are different things. Like I have enough experience with, you know, bladesmithing and, and stock removal that I could do something like that. It's not a big deal. Um, and so I was looking at all the information for that and I was like, well, I really want a wooden sword for fun. Like <laughs> right. I just want to have a wooden sword because a wooden sword is completely different than a real sword. You know, obviously, it's different material, but in <laughs> the mindset behind it is completely different, right? A wooden sword is a toy, and mm-hmm. a real sword is a weapon and a dangerous thing. And, yeah, you can train with it, and, you know, and it looks cool, but it, it's a completely different mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I was talking to Corinne because she has a sword that I made for her, my daughter, and I made a second one for her because the first one that broke because I made it out of trim wood and the trim snapped and... And then I made like three other ones for all of her friends in our little friend group. And I've seen their swords. They're really cool. And I was like, I want to make, you know, I want to make, I'm going to make a sword for myself, a wooden sword for myself. And then, you know, kind of the half of it was like, yeah, I can practice the Corinne, with Corinne. We can do like, you know, sword stuff and all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like went down the shop and I spent two hours like drawing out a sword blank, you know, cutting it out and then grinding it and gluing on the guard and wrapping a leather handle and had myself a wooden sword. <laughs> and it was like, there was no reason to do that other than the fact that it's just fun for me. Right. You know, I go down the shop, make something out of wood. That's a toy. That's for me that I'm not going to sell. Like, 
Now there is the secondary benefit of like, now I've done it like five or six times. So I had this experience that now I feel like we, it would make kind of a fun video. So there is like that, but that's like anything, you know, anything that I'm making always builds up experience toward like possibly making a video out of something for our channel. Yeah. But that's also like what, you know, there's a benefit to doing that because we are, we, we make financial gains from that, from our AdSense and whatnot from our channel. But mm -hmm. the videos that we make, you know, what we started out was like, we wanted to do it kind of for fun. Like, let's just try this out. Like, it mm -hmm. sounds like it'd be fun. We can hang out. We drink some beers. I'll make some stuff. You'll shoot some video. We'll do some editing. Right. Throw it up on YouTube and see what happens, you know? And so I feel like, although like we are now progressed to a point where we do make some money off of it and, you know, it helps to sustain itself, sustain itself and whatnot. There's still that element of fun in it that I think we both still have. Right. You know, like, like there's a part of it where it is like, it is time away from our families. So we, you know, we know that there's a certain amount of like effort we have to put into it that makes it sustainable as well. But yeah, you know, it's still just like a fun thing to do, you know? So like half of it is that, like, maybe that's, maybe that's the thing though. Maybe the things that you love to do can be both, you know, they can right. be a job and fun. And it's, it's you, I guess, stretching those muscles that you like want to use. Right. Like, right. That's like, yeah, you're, you're scratching an itch. If, if right. you think like that was the, the whole thing I thought of in the beginning when doing the channels, cause I hadn't done it for a while and I missed right. it making videos and stuff. And that, that whole process, I was like, I felt I was losing it, you know? Right. Yeah. Like in yeah. film school and then after it did so much and I was around it all the time and and NFL films and here and there, and then I just stopped doing it. And I, I think, I don't know if I visit, I thought I was like in the offices at Camden Yards and like watching people edit and work yeah. on all these videos. And I was like, man, I'm like way behind. Right. And uh, so, yeah, you, you kind of want it, to, it's, it's really fun. And it's, those are the things you need around. Right. Yeah. And then you know you the fun stuff you get good at, and then when you get good at it, it's it's a little bit more fun usually. Right, <laughs> you're, yeah, you're exactly. more proud of the work yeah. you do, and right, yeah. That's yeah, why yeah. that's why I tell like people who are thinking about learning to play the guitar, like learn a few chords. Yeah, because if you can get those down, then you can then all of a sudden you can play a thousand songs, and then then right. practicing isn't practicing; it's just fun. Yeah, it's not like piano or something or violin that your your parents make you sit down and do scales up and down you know it's right. you're just picking songs that you like to hear and to go like oh man i can i can get close to that that's pretty cool yeah yeah and no, i i totally agree because it is you know there's something about um you know, having a skill that as you build on that skill that thing becomes more fun because it becomes more of a less of a like you said less of a chore and more of second nature um so right right you know like building the first couple swords that actually the very first wooden sword i made for corinne was when she was much younger maybe five or six and she was a pirate one year for halloween so i made her a little pirate sword and it's you know this is like whatever that is like six years ago six or seven years ago you know um and this was before I started really like doing much knife making. I had a little bit of knife, you know, knife making experience, but not much, 
you know, obviously never any swords or anything. And so I made that one. And then years later I was like, okay, well now, you know, I guess a year and a half, two years ago, Kryn wanted a sword. And so I was like, well, let me make you another sword. So we kind of figured out all the dimensions she wanted. And then I made her a sword and it was like a much, it's a much bigger step, you know, forward because, and it was fun for me because I had all this experience with grinding bevels and whatnot, you know, like I understood how wep like edged weapons work. Um, and then now after doing it like multiple times when I was making mine last weekend, it was that much more fun and, and it was that much quicker, you know, because I had already done it a bunch of times. I had already went to school in the first couple and gotten really good at like, you know, where, how do I, how do I attach the guard to it? How do I shape the handle? How do I wrap the leather of mm-hmm. the guard, you know, the grip? How do I grind the bevels? How do I lay all that stuff out? And after doing it a couple of times then it becomes really easy and then it becomes more fun. So, like, maybe that's the other thing. Right. It's like, do you get to a point as a maker where what you're doing is really fun because it's easy? Or maybe, you know, I don't know, like, is there a line drawn somewhere between, like, being monotonous and being fun? You know, like... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it depends what you're doing. If you're right. just cutting out knife blanks all day, it's not much fun. Right. Yeah. But if you're shaping a handle and polishing it, that could be fun. Because yeah. you're, you're good at it and what you, you like the end result. Or it's like, I mean, I think you get to a point where it turns over from work to fun. It's like learning to throw a Frisbee or something. It's like right. anno- annoying until you get it. <laughs> right. that you're like, yeah. oh, man, look at it fly. Yeah. And there's that, like, that old saying that says, you know, if you enjoy what you do, you never you never work a day in your life mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that's true. You mm-hmm. know, if, if you're enjoying it, even if... You know, even if your perspective on it isn't that it's fun, it's it could be, you know, that you enjoy it as what it is, right? This is the thing that I do that makes me money and I enjoy doing it. And I, and it's not a hassle or it's not a struggle to do it every day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe, maybe the terminology of fun is where some people get held up on. Be like, oh, I'm just like, you know, I'm just fooling around having fun. Yeah, it's like a, like a childish childish pursuit or something right yeah but even like you know going back to art that's something that i and i was actually talking to one of my students today because i had a a student of mine got into micah maryland institute college of art nice which is my you know college that i went to and uh, i was telling him about the day that i got my acceptance letter and how much fun you know how how excited i was it's actually uh so it's my senior year of high school i was in lacrosse playing lacrosse and i'd hurt my back um, you know, not real bad, but enough that it like, it kind of knocked me out. And I remember the day that I received the, pa- the, the big folder in the mail from Micah, I was laying on the couch in our living room and, uh, and my dad came in he was like, here, you got a package, you know, you got a whatever letter. So I opened it up and it was from Micah. I opened it up and it's a, you know, full size eight and a half by 11, whatever folder. And inside the folder was a bunch of like documents. And then, but on the top of it was like a, congratulations, you've been accepted to college of art. (laughs) And so I was like really excited, you know, like, um, like laying on the couch, but my back was hurting. So I couldn't like jump up and down or celebrate or anything. So I'm like, (laughs) I was like laying there, like just shaking my arms and dad, you know, he like, he was like, I'll do it for you. And he was like dancing around and jumping around in the living room. He like, he like celebrated for me and I was I was telling my student about that today, but you know, like that's something that I had done since I was a little kid. Like as long as I can remember, I'd, I've always made art and I always knew I wanted to be an artist. You know, in my mind that was like, you're an artist, you know, 
like technically what I said in my mind was that I always wanted to be the greatest artist ever. Like I want to be the greatest artist in the world. <laughs> right, that was yeah, like yeah, what I yeah. wanted to be. That was my, my goal in life. Um, and so that has obviously affected all of my life and that's always been fun. Like art has always been fun to me. It's never, it was never a job. It was never a hassle. Like all of my art classes, it didn't matter what the assignment was. It was never like work. It was always yeah, yeah. joy. Yeah. And, um, and of course, like there are bits and pieces of things, even in art, like there are things that, I, that aren't necessarily always fun for me, like, you know, like stretching a canvas or framing artwork or hanging stuff or, or even like, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes like actually the actual creation of art, I'll get frustrated and I got to like stop and put it down and start back over, you know, like it's not working the way I want it to. So there are times when it, when I'm working through something, but it's always because I really enjoy what I'm doing, you know, so I'm going to push forward. You know, something like leather work and knife making, you know, like I, I enjoy the outcome of leather, leather work. I really like the look of it. I like the feel of it. I, I have, there's a certain level of, um, finish that I can achieve because I've done quite a few, but like the leather work, I don't necessarily enjoy doing. It's always like, okay, I got to make a sheath because I have to make a sheath. Right. You know, so, but it's not like making the knife. I really enjoy making the knives. Yeah. You know, there is, there's a joy to seeing a finished product that I've made, which is, some of what drives me to make some of those things. I don't necessarily enjoy doing the thing, mm. but, um, I don't know. I mean, I just think there's like something about creation, about making yeah. something that, that has an innate like joy to it. And, and you see that outcome and that's fun. Yeah. I, um, jumping to head ahead or well, not ahead where we're here, um, mm -hmm. to what we've been up to, mm -hmm. we could talk about casino night, but today I did some, um, uh, drone work for the local college that i work for oh nice and that was fun oh. I, I haven't done that for a couple of years and i used our drone that i originally bought for the channel yep and now it's paid for itself not only through the channel but through the work i've gotten for this uh, uh school All right on. they have a big uh, lacrosse um, program so i went out and i shot the, the, i think it's one of their must be one of their lacrosse stars because it was just him you know right so oh, yeah. <laughs> the guy I was working with, which was great, I had never met him because um, I usually I do uh, live broadcast stuff. So he's he just produces videos for him. Um, right. But it was really cool, nice guy, and I, he had a really solid vision of what he wanted and what he had pictured the shots to be and explained them well. So him and I were working together trying to get the shots he wanted and that was fun. So not only did I get to drop, fly my drone around and get cool shots around the um, around the uh, stadium, right? But I had I had a focus and he had a focus. Like there's this guy we want to get him running up the hill with the city in the background. So we got that like cool tracking shots and like we want it flying through the tunnel. So we will get those shots and we want like him standing there and we start close up on him. And then pull out as fast as I can and go as high as I can out and see the whole, like, you know, the whole uh, stadium and just him sitting there. Right. And that was really fun. That's one of those things where I, I had a great time today at work. Yeah, yeah right. Doing nice. something I, I really enjoy. It's camera work, you know, but it's also, you know, flying a drone, which is just a blast anyway. And he, you know, he was really happy with it, and I was really happy with it, and he's got the footage now, and he's, he, he makes great stuff, so he's going to, he'll do some magic with it. His his videos are really fancy, really cool, 
and it'll be, I'm sure, in some promo videos for the school. Nice. That's sweet. Yeah. yeah. So, would you say that you were, you were like, he was the guy, the, um, the lacrosse guy was the one who was working? No, he, you? no, he works in the video department. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so he, 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 um, well, they just recently moved that position around. So they kind of split someone off just to do video. Right. And not yeah. the live broadcast stuff. So he's, uh, He's been around the park. He's done. A, he's worked for a bunch of different companies. So it was cool to work with someone who knew what he was doing, what he wanted. We got it done in about an hour and a half. He was excited. I was happy, and he got the footage he needed, and it was great. Nice. It was a, it was a blast. Nice. That's sweet. Yeah, and that's you know I was actually on my way to work yesterday morning, um, or maybe it was even this morning. I was telling my daughter that tomorrow I actually have the day off from work kind of like I, I don't have to go into work I have a professional development for the first half of the day and it's a virtual meeting so I don't have to go to work mm-hmm. and she was like oh that's really cool you know like and I was like yeah it's cool you know it's nice to do that type of thing occasionally but like I wouldn't want to do that every day you know I didn't mm-hmm. want my I don't want I wouldn't want my job to be a virtual meeting every day you right. know like I enjoy you know going to work and doing the work that I do because right. of the experiences that I have at work, you know, with the right. students and stuff, you know, and that's not every day. Of course, not every day. I'm, I'm like, I love my job every day, but most days, you know, I, I have those experiences with my students, which make it worthwhile. Yeah. So that, you know, those things make my job fun when I see something happening or I see a student doing something or designing something or, or they surprise me with like, like something creative, you know, like that, that's what makes me excited about teaching art and teaching design to to students because it's that relationship that like I can right. inspire them, but they can also inspire me. And those, you know, that obviously that's not a hundred percent of the job. There's also lots of other things that I don't enjoy about teaching, but that's the part that makes me want to go back and keep doing it. Yeah. And especially nowadays, we've all been so starved for human contact that it's just nice to go out and do things with other people and, Right. shake hands and be in the vicinity of other humans and working with people. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so did that. And then I think we talked about having the casino night coming up. Yeah, we, we may we, have, I can't remember. We, I mean, I think, I think the last time our we skipped, so we skipped last week, um, because on Thursday before we recorded, um, the time that we record on Thursday nights is at eight thirty to nine usually mm-hmm. and uh that was the same time that sean white was snowboarding in the winter olympics on, in half pipe going for like the final runs and all so we decided to skip the day because we wanted to watch that and we were like well maybe we'll record and then we just didn't end up recording so right um but yeah we talked about so the the podcast before that was our podcast with, with jim from the tradesman's channel right so we may have talked about doing something i'm not sure yeah, so we wanted to, or I, I've done it a few times now, um, where we get together and we do, it's it's a poker night, but with limited poker, <laughs> or yeah, yeah, you right. know, it's dealer's choice, but usually dealer's choice is like poker games. Um, but right, we've or me and guy and some other people have kind of. Poker just gets too long and too serious. I like poker nights, but right, that yeah. it's its own separate deal. 
if I'm getting everybody together, I want everyone together all having fun. I don't want right. like yeah. one person to come over that I want to see and hang out with and like they're out in three hands because they went all in, you know, and right. then all of a sudden, all yeah. sudden it ends up just being like three dudes or whatever <laughs> sitting there for another two hours. Right. Just exactly. battling and everyone else is either left or like, I don't want to be at that table if everyone else yeah. is away <laughs> from it, like having a good time, like whatever right. here, I'm all in. I, I take like, so we started doing like dealer's choice, but all types of games. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So any dice games or like anything you can think of. And that's been a lot of fun. And so that I made a bunch of characters to do kind of like a tabletop battle game. <laughs> and then I kind of had yeah. a general idea of how to do it, but we all kind of figured out on the fly as we're going. Right. Like I so knew these are these are little like what, like one inch tall. So uh-huh. it's probably like one and a half you know, inch tall minis. Yeah. Mini, mini 3D figures. Right. You know, like little little like soldiers and bowmen and you know, yeah. wizards and stuff like yeah. something you'd yeah. see in like you know dungeon dragons or right or yeah. warhammer stuff like that um yeah. and uh <laughs> so yeah put them out on the board and maybe maybe i'll print out some like scenery next time each time i'll add new things to the board or something you know we'll have like <laughs> a full thing but it was just like a board with one inch squares and a door on one side and we had to rush to get it and everyone threw right. in money. So you still gamble. It was like right. a, everyone rushed to one side, and then it was like a, a squid games kind of. Everyone attacked each other for like the last bits of money. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> Did you have – what was the what was the game board? I bought was it. Like, it was from oh, Amazon. Okay. So just, it was just like a board that had a grid on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think okay. people use it for whatever tabletop games or Dungeons & Dragons. Because they can lay it out and they can put a few pieces on it and people can move. You just they say like okay five feet for every inch right. square, yeah. right. and they can they can roll for how far they go and stuff. Yeah, but we simplified it like that. That's another key: not huge pots and simple games. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So everyone, you know, and yeah, the way we did it is like you know everyone throws in twenty bucks, you get twenty dollars worth of coins or mm-hmm. worth of chips. And then that's your money from the night. Yeah, I mean, if you want, you can buy back in if you're out completely. And usually, if somebody's out, we'll like throw them a couple coins here and there, a couple chips. You know, everybody will toss right. them, to have them play a game. You know, because you know if, if the you know obviously once the night goes on and on, if buy-ins and stuff and annies get a little bit higher. But you know, it just keeps it keeps everybody playing until basically the last minute. Which is, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah, we did that. And we yeah, that's um. Fun. Half of the table made out well. Half of it didn't. I got my twenty bucks back at the end. <laughs> Did you? Nice. Yeah. So I got like exactly a twenty. I was like, all right. That's right. Yeah, Guy and Abby. <laughs> They're like they. Yeah, Guy, Abby, and and Guy's dad. Up. They just. Yeah. And I will say those when they cleaned up, it was on the big poker rounds. Oh uh, yeah. Yep. Everyone threw exactly. in and threw in and threw in. And also, Abby had like forty dollars in one round. I was like, that's why we don't. Yeah. Right, we need exactly. limits. <laughs> Yeah, that's fun. It's it's just fun because there there's um I'm trying like I've throughout my life I've played different gambling games and things with different people at for different stakes, yeah. and it's different when money's on the line because mm-hmm. then you're cautious, you know, rightly yeah. so, you know, and so if it's not 
money. Like I've played with like candy and whatever, you know, like, and then <laughs> right. other games where you're not really betting anything. You're just kind of, you know, it's like, there's no, there's no repercussion from, for being <laughs> right. overzealous, you know? Yeah. So like, so, so when you play in games like that, there has to be actual money on the line. Right. It doesn't have to be a lot, but the potential to win a good amount is what makes you like want to stay in, you know, you don't yeah. want to be crazy cause then you're out of your money and then you're not winning anything. And then you know, I, that, I think I real I mean I realize some people I mean I love to gamble but I don't have a like I don't have to go to a casino like I've been to plenty of mm-hmm. casinos and stuff but I realize that I get the same enjoyment the same kind of rush right as I do winning like a hundred dollars at a casino as I do winning like five bucks right with friends yeah, right, at home exactly. yeah you know and you know you go to casinos it's it's ten or twenty bucks a hand yeah and not, and not Either we don't want to or we don't have it. It's just like we're gonna have the fun of gambling, but I'll have all my friends right here. Like we don't have to yeah. wander around the casino and right. So yeah, it's just so much more fun to do it at home. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. And then you, uh, when we, I think last time we talked, or maybe it was even two times, two podcasts ago, you were talking about printing out your mugs. You know, your uh, your oh, yeah. like, koozies, your three D uh-huh. printed like can holders you know yeah. so you had yours and you had the one for guy that you made within the uh, the merchants one with like yeah. the really big with all the stuff on it <laughs> that, was, that was fun was, and they looked awesome yeah they're like really they nice great? and clean and like tons of detail and that thing is awesome that printer I'll have, to, I'll have to start I'll, I'll make mugs for everybody how uh how tall can it print like what's its it's uh what's that uh, z axis yeah i think it's like nine ten inches Okay, nice. That's pretty good. I know because Guy's mug was pretty tall. I mean, it may have been five inches or something, but yeah, it could yeah, probably do a can. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, pretty tall. Yeah, right on. That's awesome. Yeah, but but it it was good. It was a fun time. That's cool. Yeah. So I've been uh, you know, like in and out of the shop a little bit over the last week and a half. I um I actually framed um some paintings for a friend of mine. Um, which is kind of cool. It's been a, quite a long time since I've done any framing. Um, and so I had to kind of figure out what I did and then combine that with my, all of my knowledge since the last time I framed, which was like paintings for grad school, you know, in 2010. And, you know, and maybe a few years after that, occasionally, like make a painting and then do a frame for it. And so when I frame paint, most of what I do, most of my paintings are on either some type of panel or board or it's mounted on like something that's like 3D, right? So it's not necessarily usually, I, I, I don't paint on canvas, like stretch canvas like a lot of painters do because I like the rigidity of a board because I like to be able to push against it and scrape against it with power knife or whatnot. Um, right. So then when I frame my work or when I mount my work, it, it's either like a quarter inch panel that's mounted to a backing frame of like one inch square wood that goes all the way around it and then i can frame from that so i like to do floating frames which is basically just a piece of wood that's around it that there's a space between the painting and the wood of the of the of the frame so you see the edge of the painting because for me i always paint all the way to the edge and i I always i never want to cover that with a frame you know like Mm, i don't want to cover that that quarter inch all the way around to put a frame over top of the painting i like to see that edge because that like there's also the physicality of the paint that i really like you see how it rolls over the edge of the thing and whatnot so i like the floating frame so it's cool to kind of revisit that how i made it you know 10 years ago and how i do it now and the differences there and like how 
you know, I'm really particular about the cleanliness of the cuts and, and, you know, the edges coming together really clean and, um, yeah, so it was kind of fun. So I did that. Yeah, you don't you don't want a sloppy frame to take the like right take away you, from the right. Paper. You don't want them looking at a bad forty five like right. Yeah, right. Little gaps all over the place. Yeah. Right. So, and I mean, of course, there were like a few gaps here and there, but you know, I I kind of got everything together. I you know I nailed it and super glued it in different places and you know got it nice and tight. And then there were some little gaps, and I just filled them with. You know, because the, then I painted the frame afterwards, so I like, got a little extra paint in some spots and then fill it in and kind of keep touching up until it, you know, looks nice and clean. And, and like you said, it doesn't distract away from the painting. So that was uh, that was kind of cool. It was fun to do that and fun to, like, kind of revisit. You know, I was trying to remember how I would have done it. You know, like, well, how did I do it with what, like, past Dustin knew how to do? You know, <laughs> like, how and that, how that how's that different from what, like, current Dustin knows how to do work you know like what what the difference was it was kind of it was kind of fun <laughs> revisiting that like technique that I did you know 10 or 11 years ago right yeah it was fun and then uh you know like I said making the wooden sword I've been doing that for a couple of days I was really cool what was I doing I was doing something else what was I oh I um so after cleaning the shop over Christmas um I, I had all this stuff, all these like machines and tools and things that I got out of the shop because it was things that I don't use anymore. And just for the sake of cleaning the shop, I moved them out into the smithy. So they've been out in the smithy for like the last month. And I just sold my first like tool out of that group. So I reached <laughs> out to you and our other brothers and some friends and asked around to see if anybody wanted anything specifically before I sold it. Cause I don't really care. Like I don't need to sell them. I'd rather give them away first. And if, if people mm-hmm. want them cool and if not, then I post it. So I posted a, uh, a big scroll saw, an old, like fully cast scroll saw with a, uh, with like a 18 inch throat and mm. a Sears and Roebuck, this like really nice old vintage tool. And so I posted for 50 bucks and there's a guy who reached out to me, um, who apparently doesn't live very far from here, but he's about my age and came by the other day and, uh, it was really cool. So he's from this area from where we live. He like went to the same middle school that my daughter goes to now and like (laughs) just moved back from Florida and is kind of like doing some woodwork and stuff and kind of setting up a shop a little bit more. And so he saw the post and, and he, uh, and the driveway that comes to our place goes across a golf course and then to our place. And he said, he said he'd always wondered what that was like, cause he'd seen the driveway. He's like, I always wonder where that driveway went. So he came back and met me and, and he had some questions about like axes. Cause he must, you know, he looked on my Facebook page and he's like, Oh, I see that you like do it. You know, you do some ax restoration and you collect them. And I was like, yeah. And, you know, so he was asking, he's like, well, I want to get an ax, you know, just for like some splitting some wood. He's like, I've been looking on eBay and like everyone has all these, there's all these different names and patterns and different weights and stuff. And so I was like, here, come on down to the shop. So I was like, hmm. brought him down in and I showed him a few different things. And I was like, okay, this is kind of what you want. And I pointed him to a few different companies. And I was like, if you're looking for, a, you know, a vintage ax, you can kind of look in this direction at these few things. And if you're looking for like a new ax, which you could also buy, I pointed him toward like council tool because they're right. a good price and the and USA company and you know you can buy a brand new axe that's going to be a really decent quality axe for you know forty or fifty bucks you know instead of like a like a um you know like a a boutique a boutique axe like Grants Force Brooks or something like that you know right so yeah it was fun and got to sell sell a thing and make a little bit more room and I've been I've been itching to do some more blacksmithing so 
you know, I'm trying to clear that smithy out so I can get in there and light the forge and throw some steel in and hit it around. So, but yeah, yeah, we did the uh, the shop tour, shot that. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That was so fun. that that that's I have I'm edited up to where you go to the wood rack. Oh, right on, nice. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. So, yeah, so we we had that idea to like do another tour because it's been i guess what two and a half years or so since we did the last tour yeah and uh so we have the whole smithy now and we have you know the shop is different it's got grinders where you know a table full of axe handles used to be and it's got all sorts of different stuff so and since it's all clean and fresh since i really like over overhauled the whole shop it's like let's go ahead and do this real quick because we can we can knock it out in a day and and it's always fun like i love seeing shop tours like yeah. all of all yeah, of the yeah. makers, all of, all the videos and like YouTube channels of people that I love, I've watched all of their shop tours. You know, and I'll, right. if I if I find a new channel, I'll like be looking at it. You know, once I realize I like it, then I'll I'll search their catalog for a shop tour because I want to get like the lay of the land. Yeah, you right. Know? Like, it's yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we got that and the um, the toy box done. The somewhat yeah. magical toy box. <laughs> so <magical toys>, yeah. <laughs> um, I've, I've got it all sanded and good to nice. go so right. i just got to paint her up and got some a little a few shots here of sanding and all stuff right. like that and i got a couple of shots of painting and i'll shoot that and that'll be coming next and then a bunch of other stuff nice yeah that's good yeah it's uh i i want to um I've, I, so I keep kind of going back and forth or, or kind of going through different ideas for the uh, the knife challenge video that we'll be making. Right. So we're going to do – we're participating in another knife challenge with, the, the, with a bunch of knife makers, the ones who we did the – um, the Giotto, the Chef's Night Challenge first, and then the Bowie Knife Challenge, which we didn't end up participating in, but, you know, we had that. And then so now there's another Knife Challenge. I don't want to say what it is because I want our viewers and listeners to be surprised when we <laughs> do announce it. But I keep going back and forth in my mind for what I want to make. You know, I had this one idea, and it was kind of cool, but then I realized, like, I might not be able to do it as much as I – as well as I want to be able to do it eventually – so then I like going back and forth. And so now I think I have a good idea of what it is. So I'm excited for that because that'll be fun. Um, so I think that's like one of the next ones we got, we need to work on to get that, you know, get started and, and in the way, yeah, out of the way. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then like some more axe videos, axes, axe videos are always fun. And, uh, yeah, do a bow video. Yeah. 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 That'll be fun. I'm excited about doing that bow video. Cause I definitely want to make a bow for Corinne. And uh, she's ready for a much bigger bow than her little bow that I made her, you know, four or five years ago. Yeah. Um, do some yeah. fun, like, wood bending and stuff. And, and uh, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, it's the, the other thing that we've t- kind of talked about and just with with life the way it is and we're both busy and stuff and we want to, you know, do more videos. I've, we've been thinking about doing, like, um, you know, shorter videos that I can shoot on my own. Mm. where it's more of like tips and things from the shop, right? So I can set up a GoPro or whatever and just shoot it with like talking about a couple of tools you might need to start this type of thing or a couple of tools you might need to do this other type of thing or or what is this one tool, what's it really beneficial for in the shop? Or, you know, I've got this like, you know, I'm, I'm in the middle of a project and I think about this one kind of tr- tip or trick. Like those are, those are yeah. kind of fun, you know? I was and thinking, be, yeah. 
okay. shorter videos and right. you know, something where, I mean, I know, you know, obviously I, I don't do any filming because you are the cameraman. You do all the filming, but I know from our channel what we're looking for and what our overall look is right yeah. and from enough of us working together that i could get some close-ups and, and some things and get some different angles so that way you have enough stuff to edit together where obviously it's not going to look the same because it's not a held handheld camera right there'll be some like of the camera just in front of me but you know that's not fun for me to watch you know like <laughs> i don't like it when people usually just set up a camera in front of them and just talk away you know so like I think would, you know yeah, st- we still need. Something, well, I mean, you, right? you love yeah. you love Wrangler Star. That's what he does. He does sometimes. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I still watch those videos, but I definitely don't like him as much as his other videos where he's like moving around and showing doing things stuff. and close ups and. Well, well, I, yeah. well, a long time ago we thought of doing like a, like a coffee with you. You mm-hmm. know, a thing with you weekly, where right. you could yeah. you could once a week you could record a, a little live stream five or a live stream but if you wanted you could just do your thoughts on something right yeah every week and it could be a five minute video and you record it on right. the gopro or even i mean your iphone's really nice now right yeah you could almost do it through the iphone send right. me the stuff yeah. i'll edit it and just like every monday you know something right. and i um yeah i mean we'll, we'll get together and we gotta we'll make a better plan out some stuff better but um right I've decided, and I did it this whole last week, where I'm going to put at least half an hour into the channel every day. Right. So it stops it from me me procrastinating or not editing. You know what I mean? Because sometimes it will. I'll go right. whatever three or four days and where I have time to edit, and I just don't. I just don't turn the computer on and get it going and put the headphones right. on. You know, I don't yeah. get it because it's a... But I realized, and there's a lot of, you know, stuff, it's... Yeah. As we all know, the hardest part is to just start the thing. Yeah, absolutely. That you're like, ah, yeah. do I want to do that right now? Do I really want to do three hours of editing? Yeah. <laughs> but once I yeah. start it, it time flies by. Right. Yeah. So I've decided, yeah. And, and yeah, we could talk about that where we could each do right. like a half an hour of something. Even, even if I don't feel like editing, I'll take a half an hour to answer stuff on the channel. Right. Yeah. Or, I'll, t- or right. I'll take a half an hour to look for something or come up with ideas, but just right. knowing that I'm putting time in it every day. I think that's right. what I'm going to, that's what I'm going to keep doing. Yeah. Start yeah that's doing. a good idea. Yeah. Like you said, it's a hundred percent. The hardest part is starting anything, mm-hmm. you know? And I think because in your mind starting mean you're like almost tricking yourself saying, if I start, I'm, I'm looking at the grand scale of the entire project. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like when I do it, I have all, I have, I have this, this, finish line is really far away so it's like starting anything is like and you know starting from the beginning or even stopping and then starting again you still have that in your mind right right i like uh jimmy dresta has this kind of metaphor of looking through a like uh, a paper towel roll he's like Mm -hmm. take a paper towel roll and look at your project and just look at one part you know and think let me finish that part (laughs) and it's like because if you don't do that you just think about the grand scale of it all these things that have to be done you know, so it's like if you can just break it down in these small parts, then it makes it more manageable. And I think like what you're saying is breaking it down into a small time. Like let me just spend a half an hour, right? right? I'll make sure I devote a half an hour. Then you sit down, you start, you start the computer, you start editing. Half an hour goes by, you're like, okay, you know, 
the house is quiet, Maeve's still sleeping, whatnot, blah, 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 you know, right. a little bit more. You just like, and then event, and, and like you said, it's just that starting. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, and then if there's one day where you start and then you, you got to stop 10 minutes later, then whatever, you got to stop 10 minutes later. But it's like, you know, just knowing that you're like putting time and effort into it. Yeah. You know, and I just think, important. yeah, that's, I, I think I did, I saw something on Instagram or something, some, someone called it like the three minute rule or five minute rule, but he was talking about exercise. And he mm-hmm. was talking about, you know, just tell him to do this. Or it was like he had some, he had one of his clients just go to the gym parking lot, stay there for five minutes, and then leave. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And then, of course, they just started exercising. And they were already there right. because he knew the hardest part was getting your ass up yep. and going to the gym or yep. getting your ass up and editing or getting your ass up and sending some emails for the channel or answering some things. Right. Yep. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. No, that's good. Uh, I like it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's um not exactly the same thing, but like when I go into the shop because I have to go outside, um, I have to like put on shoes and put on mm-hmm. like to go out to go in the shop. So it's not like I can just go down a set of stairs mm-hmm. into the basement and just do something really quick. Like it makes it takes some effort. So it's like that that gets me out there and down there. So then when I'm down there, I'm like, well. Even if I just went down for something small, I usually look around for something. It's like, can I clean something up? Or is there something I need to make? Or something that's like sitting around waiting for me to work on it, you know? And I'll, I'll put a little time and effort in. Because it's yeah. that, like, that getting started, you know? Right. And then, yeah, yeah, we could do that. And then for you, if you're down in the shop, that's where that half an hour thing comes in. Yeah. You go, okay, yeah. let me record my thoughts on this thing. Right. Yeah. I'll, rec- I'll just talk to the camera, and I'll get a few shots of what I'm talking about send it over to Devin, and then that could be my half an hour editing gig for the next day. Right, yeah. So not only does it, it it makes you get things done, but also it could give you a a free pass, kind of. Yeah, right. (laughs) Like, I didn't want to do anything. Oh, but Dustin just sent me something, so I don't don't have to tackle that big thing right now. I'll just edit that little thing that Dustin just sent me. Right. I can can knock that out. It it might take me an hour and a half. And then like an hour to get on and then we'll talk about for an hour. Like right, what we should yeah. name it and the thumbnail and go back and forth for an hour. Yeah. But I'll have it I'll have it started. Right. That's a good idea. I like yeah. it. That's cool. All right. Um, so one of the things that we t- we talked about earlier was that we took off last week because the Olympics were on. Yeah. And uh changing gears a little bit, I thought it'd be kind of fun for me to quiz you on olympics questions trivia questions oh geez all right so i have a, so i have 125 olympics trivia questions this <laughs> actually technically that is what i have i, I only I'm have gonna... a half an hour dustin this is my, my <laughs> podcast is my half an hour of artifacts yeah right this, this is it <laughs> we're already I'm ar- we're already over by fast. 20 minutes so <laughs> all right well i'll do uh we'll do let's say we'll do 10 questions and see how you can do for 10 questions. Okay. Olympics questions. All right. So, all right. Number one is, uh, and this is uh, winter, history of winter. Oh, this is winter in some, in some areas. I think I'm going to try just to, just the winter ones. We'll see. Okay. Uh, maybe, I'll, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll do a smattering of all of them. Okay, here we go. <laughs> number one question. In which country did the Olympics originate? Originate? Yeah, originate. Originate. <laughs> originate. I know, I said originate. Originate. <laughs> Which country did the Olympics originate? They originated in, uh, uh, well, 
Did you say winter? Or just uh, in general? In general. I guess Greece, right? Greece is the correct answer. Yeah. All right. Trivia. Olympics. I'm writing down your... Okay. One out of one. On the board. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Question number two. Uh, okay. When were the first known Olympic Games held? Um, and I will, I will give you a hint, or I'll, you have to do. Um, n- we'll narrow it to like what hundreds, you know, like so. Oh. What hundreds was it held? So, um, I'll I'll let you. Na- I'll narrow it down to that. So, when were the first known Olympic Games held? Like not modern Olympic Games, but the the ancient ones. Yeah, it says the first known Olympic Games. Uh well, modern's different, but I guess yep. it's not modern known. Hundreds, I. Uh, I, I see. That's my ignorance on like Greece timeline. Right when they so were I'll in I'll their a, in their right. peak, I, I I can't really put my thumb on that. <laughs> so I'll, I'll give you another hint. It was, it's in BC. Okay. Um, 860 BC. You're off by 116 years. (laughs) In which direction? 700 something BC. 776 BC. That's pretty good. Uh, That's not bad. Yeah, you're only off. uh, I mean, yeah, in the grand scheme of time, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right. right. I'll give you a half point for that. (laughs) That's pretty good. That was pretty good. That was a good guess. All right. All right. Because uh, um, I know the modern ones really aren't that old at all. Yeah, yeah. And I'll just read. This is this is one of the questions, but it says the first modern Olympics were held in 1896. Yeah. yeah so right. modern Olympics are only, you know, a year and uh, 100, you know, 130 years old or so. Right, right. All right. Uh, what colors are the Olympic rings? Oh, um... I mean, guess your primaries, but you got five rings. Mm-hmm. So, white, yellow, blue, white, yellow, blue, green, white, yellow, blue, green, red, black. Okay. So you just said six colors. White, yellow, green. No, right? Oh, I'll do green. White, yellow, <laughs> blue, green. Uh, which one do I want to so take So I will tell you, yeah, I'll tell you, you got, you got the five. You just <laughs> added an extra one. So I, I one, <laughs> one is not right. Yeah. I'll take so, away black, maybe. Uh, oh. <laughs> There's no white. There's uh, okay. blue, yellow, black, green, and red. Oh. Black, yeah, I think black. I felt good about black, but <laughs> sounded silly on the second go around. It's not really color, right? In black a tone or something. No, yeah, you're right. Black is yeah, black. It depends. <laughs> it's, so it's that spectrum, question is depends. faulty. <laughs> what colors? <laughs> They're not a life or colors. Black isn't a color. It's a combination <laughs> of all the colors. An additive color. All right. That's right. <laughs> all right. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm like scrolling through to find ones that make sense. I'll give you one. Who uh, 
who wrote the theme to the Olympics? Not the Olympic theme, but like the NBC American broadcast. Da 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 da. All that music. Is it not Spiros Samaros? No. Because <laughs> that's the person who wrote the music for the Olympic hymn. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that hymn's lame uh, anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Johnny Williams. I was going to say, I mean, of course it had to be Johnny right, Williams. Right, right. <laughs> it's so that's, catchy. That's crazy, man. John Williams, he's everywhere. I mean, Champ, he's a goat. yeah, all that stuff. It's great. They do that theme, and then when they come into it, it's like, you know, it's like yep. keeps you moving. It's, uh-huh. it's great. All right, uh, here we go. Number number four. When were the Olympic gold medals last made of entirely gold? Mm. And uh, you, I'll, I'll give you within like, uh, I don't know, within twenty years. I'll or say, like, say. I'll give you. I'll give you here. We'll say within ten years, and I'll tell you it's in the nineteen hundreds. Okay, uh, nineteen twenty-five. All right, you are outside of your ten years by three years. It was nineteen twelve. Oh, Ooh. <laughs> nineteen twelve. So nice. Right. That's not a bad guess. I mean, yeah, I can get it, bad. but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's okay. Mm. All right, let's see. Um, what prize was given to the winners of the Olympics in ancient Greece? A uh, a wreath for their head, a uh, mm-hmm. some type of um, you know, what the what the some, branch, what the type some, of branch is, some type of hair garnish. <laughs> garnish. It was yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a sprinkling of herbs. Yeah, right. It doesn't mean <laughs> anything, but it looks good. Think about think about the uh, the plant that comes from. Like some type of palm or yeah, yeah. looks like a palm. <laughs> it looks like a palm. It's not Florida. Well, say it's a palm. It's age of Greece. <laughs> yeah, but what is the palm d'or from France? Palm d'or. You see that little palm thingy? It looks like what they stick on their heads. So yeah, so I'll give you a half point for that because you got uh, kind of what it is. Yeah, you got that. It is the um, thing the, on their the head. Thing on the head. Yeah, but it's an olive branch crown. Olive branch. <laughs> oh, they're branch. Mediterranean's always ol- olives on everything. Yeah, I was going to tell Greece you. and their I olives. Like, I tried to. T- I tried to tell you. Think about Greece and Spain. I got to pick Italy. the olives out of my Greek salad. <laughs> See, that's like you should have no. known. <laughs> that's like no, that's what they put in a salad to make it Greek. I'm like, no, it's just <laughs> something I have to pick out. Now it's just a Caesar salad. <laughs> but I guess that's that's Roman. <laughs> all right, all right. Which country hosted the most Olympic Games? Greece. Uh, oh, no. Wait, it was... Uh, it- Italia. No. Uh, <laughs> England. Uh, <laughs> USA. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey. You get like one quarter point for getting on your fourth try. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. No. Add that to my half point for the other one. I get one more quarter point. I'm, I'm doing good. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Um, man, this is like, these are all really in depth. I wanted like some like, who won the most golds in swimming? Yeah, like the color ones. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> the color. 
Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Okay. No. Yep. Okay. Um, nope. Um, <laughs> oh, man, these are rough. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't pre uh, pre well. read these. Okay. Um, no, you're not going to get any of those. <laughs> <laughs> this is riveting content. Right are we? Are we going? Time. Are we going to five? All right, here we go. What year did the NBA Dream Team participate in the Olympics? Um, well, there was like multiple, but I would say like ninety-four. Uh, that's pretty close. It's ninety-two. Ninety-two. Ah. Yeah. All right. There's a there's a half point for that one. You didn't get that quarter point for the last one. All <laughs> right. <laughs> um, okay. Let's see. Uh, which American figure skating skating skater became the youngest champion ever in the Winter Olympics? I don't know if you remember this. I, I may have been able to pull this one. But... Um, so she was uh, yeah figure skating. You know, which American figure skater became the youngest champion ever in the Winter Olympics? Uh, Yamaguchi? No, but that's a good pull, though. Christy Yamaguchi? Yeah. Um, what's the girl who does the broadcast? Uh, She's with the... Uh, I don't remember. Her and the uh, the other... Fem- the male skater. The gay guy with the crazy hair. Oh, yeah. I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah there's, <laughs> yeah, there's the two. Crazy. <laughs> I don't I don't know if that is the girl, but the answer is Tara Lipinski. Tara Lipinski. Yes, I'm not sure if that's all right. But yeah. All right, let's see. Uh bu- 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 BMX made its Olympic debut in which city? In which uh, Olympic city? Damn. Um I will tell you that it was the most recent last Olympics. BMX? Yep. Where was that? Where was the last summer one? Not. Um. It was also not held in the year that it was supposed to be held. Yeah, where was that last summer? <laughs> where was it? It wasn't Brazil. That was like the one before it. Okay, right. Right? It wasn't not Brazil. Was it, was it London? Well, London was before Brazil. Yeah, no. It wasn't Pyeongchang. That was... Was it Pyeongchang? No. Or was that winter? But I think... Well... It's it's Beijing. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's the same the same city that the Winter Olympics are being held in. All right, that's but ridiculous. But was Pyeongchang, like, the, the area? Like, is but, it no, that was, no, it was, an, it was okay. a different thing. Yep. All right. So it was Beijing. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right. Let's see. Okay. Let's see. Ooh, this is kind of a cool one, and you may get it. We'll see. <laughs> In 1968, Olympic torch relay followed the path of which historical explorer? So, 1968, the Olympic torch relay followed the path of which historic explorer? 
So you gotta imagine, obviously, it has to yeah. go from countries to countries, and not not Magellan. No, not Magellan. Right, that's naval. It's uh, Marco Polo. No, not not MP. Uh, <laughs> you know him like that. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> his friends call him. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It was Christopher Columbus. Oh, really? Yeah, they followed the path of Christopher Columbus. Kind of cool. Oh. Oh. <laughs> All right, last one. This is a bonus question. Uh, the 100 and 200 metered, meter sprint records were shattered by which runner in 2008? Um, 100 and 200 meter sprints were shattered by which runner in 2008? Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt is the correct answer. The Jamaican king. Yeah, he is. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, you get a point for the extra one. So your final score is uh, one, two, three, four points. Four points. And that's that's four half points and two whole points. <laughs> I'll take it. A total of four points. Not bad. Not bad. Those are tough. Yeah, they were they were tough. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still like scrolling. I'm on like question nine ninety nine, <laughs> just trying yeah. to find ones that <laughs> that like it's like names that I don't recognize. I'm like scroll, scroll, right, scroll, right. Scroll. Who won in the blah 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 in eighty four? Yeah, right. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, man, these are crazy. Yeah, I was trying to find one that was easy, but you know, but yeah, um, yeah, love the Olympics. Spoiler yeah. alert to anyone about hockey. Oh yeah, did you watch the game last night or I? I watched some, but then I once they went up three to nothing, mm-hmm. I stopped watching. Yeah, we're talking about women's the final, the gold medal women's hockey, yeah. which is Canada USA. Yeah, women came back, got two. Yeah, couldn't get. I actually was watching up until the, I was watching through when they got one point. Yeah, um, so it was three to one, but I ended up going to bed. It was a bummer, but yeah, it was, it's pretty, been fun. Olympics has been a lot of a lot of pretty good. Good stuff. I love love yeah. Winter Olympics. Um, go ahead. No, go ahead. yeah, I was gonna say before we go, we'll talk about the Super Bowl. Congratulations oh, to yeah. the L.A. Rams. Yeah, that was that was a good game, a real good. Game. I didn't know who I wanted to root for. Um, we're we're Ravens fans, so Bengals are in our division, but we all usually kind of beat up on them. So I don't, there's not. I mean, there's a little bit of rivalry, but not really because. They've been right. bad for so long. It's like the yeah, Browns. Right. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, so you kind of, when you see them go, you're like, all right. It's like you're, yeah, it's like you when you have a rivalry with a town next to you. Right. You kind of, you're not, you don't like them, but then when they go up against someone way different, way far away, then you're, you're kind of on their side all the time because you're yeah, both exactly. still you're like, oh, in the general still area. this area. Yeah, right. Yep. So I, I kind of felt that way, but I, I was just going to let my feelings unfold. Like, uh, like you know how you kind of feel about something when you all of a sudden you, like, cheer? Yeah, you know, because yeah. you do get a rooting interest, even if you're not, like, all of a sudden you're, like, you're excited that one team is driving. Then you go, oh, I am rooting for them. And yeah, I, I kind of, yeah, right. I think Ooh, yeah. I was rooting for L.A. Um, but the Bengals, too, I mean, I was I was excited for them, but I was, I was happy yeah. for the old quarterback in L.A. And uh, yeah, right. uh, Burroughs right. will have plenty more chances. Right, yeah. Yeah, and I was. You know, I was he might. Root, yeah, I was rooting for uh, the Bengals again. It was just for that, just because of the fact that like 
they haven't been there. They've never won a Super Bowl, and they're in our division. That was it. Mm-hmm. Like, that was mm-hmm. my, my two things. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, they've never won one, and they're from the AFC North, so, you know, mm-hmm. root for your own groups, you know. Um, but Unless it's Steelers. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I was, you know, I was rooting for the Bengals and, um, you know, but I thought, yeah, it was a good game. It you was. know, it wasn't, it wasn't like a ton of drama, you know, kind of moved around and there was like a little bit ahead and then a comeback and it was just like, that's football. You know, like yeah. football's not always drama. It's just that like, which team can stick it out the best until the end mm-hmm. and get the most points and which defense can hold them, you know, just enough. And and what a yeah. disappointing last play. I know. Uh, uh, when you can't even get a throw off. I mean, uh, that hurts <laughs> so bad. Yeah, when when the end of the game is <sighs> like, is the just the other team is just letting the time run out for the next minute and a half. That, you know? Right, so you have to deal with that. That's but the just the, the one of the, the last play that you have, the fourth and whatever, yeah. uh, when you can't, when the, your, your QB gets sacked or has to like, yep. that's so bad because you go like, you got to at least make a throw. Yeah, you right, cannot exactly. get sacked here. At least send it down the field. Yeah, there's like no closure with a sack. Oh, oh it's like really, it's over. I don't even get a chance. And then yeah. like, the, the, yeah, the drama of the, the ball flying right. up in the air, and and he did kind of that like weird he like had a little something, through, and it might have been there was like someone there mm. kind of, but yeah, that was a dagger. I was like, come on, oh, just yeah, it's like kind of the thing. I was like, okay, well, let me go see what food I can eat. In the other room, <laughs> now that the game's over, right. you know, it's like, all right, you know, it's like, yeah, it's kind of anticlimactic. You know, like, and oh, um, oh, well. and I don't, I'm not one of the. There's something that annoys me about. I wasn't at a Super Bowl party; I was just by myself. But right, when you get the people who don't like football, so they kind of mock it a little bit. Like, oh yeah, sports, huh? Like, cheer, yeah, right? I'm like, stop. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, right. Exactly. Are you? Are you are you mocking the thing that we're all here to watch and we're excited about? Are you like shitting <laughs> on my excitement? Am I right. not supposed to like this sport? Like, is it is it too like I, I don't know? Like, is it is is it beneath you? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, why are you even here? Like, I know a lot of people come and they just want to come for the party and the food, and that's fine. But like, don't openly mock it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And like, if you don't and yeah. don't shush me during commercials. <laughs> I get that. Maybe you want to see the stupid like commercials that they do but i don't really care and now having said that <laughs> i think the only funny commercial was was the larry david commercial that one was good yeah did you see that one <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like, i don't know yeah that was good <laughs> hey let me uh, actually let me see if i can pull it up real quick. i don't know you think, like can, can i play end, it will, will our get our thing get pulled from somewhere I don't know. <laughs> Sounds a little Larry David <laughs> yeah, right there. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. What are they going to do? Like, you know, we're not monetized, so. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It. The only thing was, like, I was hoping that it was going to be something, like, way better than like, crypto or whatever oh, it is. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, really? That was the problem. Like, at the yeah. end, the whole, it's like no one rem- no one's going to remember what crypto company that did it. Right, exactly. They, sp- they spent yeah. too long on their commercial not saying their name. <laughs> yeah right like uber eats did that stupid eat commercial <laughs> and they got all those people but at least they said their name a thousand times right exactly yeah yeah let me see if i can pull it up real i think quick. my favorite and this this commercial i saw a couple previews like leading up to it was the uh 
was the the Alexa reading your mind commercial with Scarlett Johansson? Oh and yeah, her, her boyfriend. Yeah. She's like, she's like doing the like different thing, and, it's, and Alexa's reading their mind and saying different stuff. That was cracking me up. Oh, so she's good. one of those girls that are really hot sometimes, and I'm not sure other times. <laughs> like her laying in the bed. I, maybe it's because they're talking about her stinky breath. Yeah. Well, I was like. Eh. <laughs> I wouldn't kick her out of bed, but you know. Right, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> All right, let me see yeah. if I can pull it. I'm going to try to play it for you folks real quick if you haven't seen it. Yeah. And hopefully we got good sound on here. That's a good and hopefully that, you, that you can do it without so the. Yeah, here we go. I'm calling the wheel. Yeah. I don't think so. This is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Even the stupid ones. It's far. It's far. It's too far. That's pretty good. The Japanese one was a like a Sony Walkman. Yeah, right. Like, no one wants to take it around. What about the batteries? <laughs> what about the batteries? <laughs> On the other one, Edison, uh, can I be honest? It, it stinks. <laughs> this is the light. <laughs> oh, so good. Larry David. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I, that's like one of those shows that I've watched a few of that I want to watch more of is Carpio Enthusiasm. I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. Long, but like, he's yeah. just so funny. Man. No, they're great. They just get better. Like, I don't know what it is. And I, I've watched, yeah, I've watched like the first five seasons. And I didn't work. I didn't watch the middle ones for whatever reason. And I've been watching the newest ones. He's just so good. <laughs> he's, it's, it's such a weird, like, uh, like a dichotomy between him and Jerry Seinfeld, like writing all the shows for Seinfeld. Seinfeld's such he's he seems like such like like a kind of laid back character, you know. He's like eh, he's going along with the flow oh, of things, you yeah. know, let it, letting the like the craziness unfold around him, you know. And then Larry David is such this like you know cynic, like yeah. Like, well, ah. Larry Larry is George, and and Jerry's right. Jerry. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> the crazy, like, I, 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 no, no way. <laughs> too far. It's too far. Far. It's far. That's great. <laughs> Can I be honest? It's a miss. <laughs> <laughs> the wheel. What, 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 what are we going to do with that? Come on. <laughs> yeah. No, that was a good one. They were fun. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, we had a good time. I went over to uh, my, my buddy Sean's place and uh, had a few of our friends over there. And, and, uh, my other buddy Brian is not really like a big sports guy, but like he's a smart guy, so he understands, like he understands the the like strategy behind it, and he understands, mm. you know, he 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 understands the game well enough mm. to like make it interesting, you know. He'll be like, 
he'll see something that I wasn't even paying attention to. You know, it'd be like, oh, the blah, this happened, just happened here, and blah, blah, blah. And this, like, this, their best player on the team just did this thing weird in the background. You know, like, because he's, right. like, kind of paying attention to everything. You know, he's, like, seen it all. Right. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I guess he did it. Right? It's crazy. You know, be like, <laughs> yeah. what do you think about this guy? What about, like, this blah, blah, blah tr- stat he has? I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, where do you get this information? <laughs> you know? Like, it's, it's fun, though. It's fun because he, d- you know, he has that like that he is passionate about it in a way that, you know, it's it's that kind of the, the statistic side of it, you know, and that like he has he has a good idea of like the strategy and stuff of, of sports, especially of football. So it's fun yeah. to watch with him. Yeah. No, I like I like people who are into it. Yeah. And right. if they're and if they're not, that's fine. But just don't don't mock it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, if yeah, if you don't care, just hang out and. You know, we're we're in the room watching the game. You don't have to be in that same room. You can be in the other room. You know, the like the ladies' room. Just, just, just. Yeah, if you're not into it, fine. You know, yeah, but, it's all right. Yeah, right. Exactly. But it's you know it's something that there's a reason why there's uh, you know the commercials are the most memorable ones of all time. It's because it's the highest rated event on TV every year. Yeah. You know, like it is what it is. It's cause yeah. It's, yeah. They're, Tons of people in our country that love and I will American football. And I will say that I appreciate generally the lack of super uh, emotional, dramatic commercials. Right. Like, I don't like how the commercials are a big focus of the Super Bowl, but at least it's a... a um, there's a lack of, like, super dramatic, emotional commercials. Right, like yeah. I don't, I don't need, I don't need Apple or someone right. like lecturing me in some social issue. Yeah, right. Yeah, you don't. It's need like, to, look, like... you you make your computers in China. <laughs> Children make your computers. I don't need it. Don't scold me on like I don't know, like domestic abuse. All right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like just just stop. Or like the you know sheltered animals and things like in the arms of an angel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. It's all it. like fun catch your attention like yeah you know, so that that guy. i do once you because that how you know you watch the olympics it's all it is it's just yeah right oh dramatic, dramatic <laughs> commercials. so oh, so geez. the goofy ones it's it's an icebreak <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah we had a good time it was fun and like um you know just to have it you know a small group of people did but it's fun when you can get together and everyone like brings some fun food and, and it's, it was kind of funny. So one of our friends who is there is from England, right? He's, he's here, he works here in the, in, in the States, but he's from England. And so hearing him talk about it and he would actually say like football hmm. as opposed to American football, like he's referring to it as football. So he's like making that effort to go out of his way because in his mind, football is soccer, right? That's what it right. is. And, uh, and it was kind of, it was kind of funny. I was talking to him about, he was talking to me about like, okay, why, you know, is, is this a close game? Like, cause, cause he didn't really know the, like, mm-hmm. a, you know, really the, the main, you know, kind of how the game worked and the points and stuff. So I was kind of <laughs> giving just like a, a real brief overview and he caught, he got it quick enough, you know? Mm-hmm. And then within the last like five or six minutes of the game, he's like, oh yeah, I can see how he's like, it's definitely now like it's gotten intense. Like this is a good game at the, at the end, you know, like the chance is, you know, cause he was saying, well, like when does like one team give up? Like they're too far out behind. And I was like, well, right now both teams are within one score. So it's going to be a close game until the last minute until it's outside mm-hmm. of that, until it's 
unachievable, right? As long as it's achievable that, you know, then it's still anything could happen to the last minute, you know? So you've seen that, like at that point, I think they were like four, four points ahead or something, you know, whatever it was at that point, it was something like that. And I was like, well, they're within that scoring range so they could score and then go ahead. So yeah, it was kind of fun thinking about the game in the simplest form of like, how many points mean what and how does that take you into the end? And the other one, the other thing that he said, which is kind of interesting, he said that in the in the UK, there's for soccer, there's no um, there's no replays at all, like no big screen replays. Yeah. Well, I mean, because what he said is like there. One of the reasons why is that like hooliganism has been such a big thing in sports mm-hmm. for so mm-hmm. long. So especially like fights and stuff, they, they give them no airtime. Like if a fight happens, if there's drama in the field, there's no cameras on it. Like they just pan away or they'll go like, they'll go to the announcers. He said, it's kind of funny. That's sometimes. how it is here. That's how it is yeah. Here. Somewhat. I mean, but you know, but during the, during the Super Bowl, there was like some drama between people, you know, and they were showing it over and over again. Like oh, what happened? One players. dude pushed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Drama between players, not like the people run on the field and stuff oh, like that, yeah, but, yeah. but the like, the fighting and the like hand stuff and you know yeah, like pushing yeah. and they'll well, show that, what yeah. happened and the penalties network, and stuff. Network yeah. gets away with a lot more, but there are definitely restrictions in parks. Um, football we show a lot more. Baseball you don't show much because of, but it wasn't fans fighting each other. It was managers. Um, when replays weren't available, we weren't going to show close things because we didn't want managers coming out of the dugout, taking up time, yelling at each right, other, right, kicking right. dirt. Right, yeah, exactly. But football, you want to show the close plays, and and but we do shy away from. We're not going to show. We want anything to make the our the home team look bad. Right, but we usually yeah. don't go into. You don't condone fights and things like right. that. Right, but that's yeah, exactly. at, in in the in the in the in the stadium in the in house. But you know, yeah. you know, right. network is they don't they don't really care. Yeah, they're they're it's about ratings. <laughs> so right, like, right. Oh, look, there's drama. Let's see what's happening. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. I love that yeah. stuff. They, I've done a few in truck shows where it's like, oh, the coach is angry. Let's replay that. We're coming back. <laughs> see him yelling. Yeah. Actually, I just did one for college. Yeah. The coach was screaming and like smacking her leg. <laughs> I told the I told the director. I said, man, she's losing. You see that? They're like, yeah. All right, let's show that when we come back. Yeah, from commercial. <laughs> nice. <laughs> 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 nice alright well I think we're good you know I, I um I reached out to you earlier this week or you know I guess it was like yesterday saying like we should talk about the, the fun stuff and it was funny your reaction you were like you mean like the Jimmy Duresta show like making fun <laughs> yeah. I was like no more of like the making stuff just for fun like <laughs> without a reason like the wooden sword and you're like oh okay it makes more sense <laughs> I was like oh, yeah, that, that show is coming out which is kind of cool and that was uh, for for recommendations this week. That's one of the things I was thinking about. Is that show is coming out? I think on March fourth. So we're kind of close within like the next two weeks or so. And if you guys don't know about that, that is um, a show that Jimmy Deresta um, Graz. I don't know his first name, but he's from the channel Graz makes. Uh, Paul Jackman. Um, uh, who is it? Derek from Malden and. Um, What's the Canadian guy? Shoot. Uh, I'll think of his name in a second. But the five of them, um, I guess what happened was that they had like kind of, they were at an event together and they kind of half, like haphazardly like 
prompted or, or talked about some idea for a show. And then it kind of stuck in the mind of whatever person heard it. And then they reached back out to him like a year later and said like, well, let's make this show. So they've been kind of teasing the show. Um, Pat Lap. Sorry, that's the other guy, Pat Lap. Mm. Um, they've been teasing the show on the Making It podcast and on, you know, on the Handmade podcast with Derek from Alden and, um, and Chris Zepp and Paul Pinto. And they've all been talking about it for a while. And so now they're, they've, they, sh- they shot it over the summer and, and it's coming out now. So it's, it's called um, uh, Making Fun. And it's basically Jimmy and, and the other guys in Jimmy's shop making whatever these kids want them to make. Right. So they're like, they have a bunch of kids who are proposing these ideas for these wild things to make that out of kids' imaginations. And, um, and so then they're like choosing which ones they think are fun that they want to make. And then they make it and then show the kids what they made, you know? So it's like these wild kids' imagination things. Yeah. And, uh, it just sounds like it was really fun. I like they're they're like playing up the angle that Jimmy Duresta is like a grumpy old maker, you know, yeah. the grumpy old guy. And like, to me, you know, Jimmy's like not grumpy. He's like super laid back. You know, he's always, and he's, but he's like, you know, he's from New York. So he's got the New York accent and he's got that kind of that mentality, but not really like, he just seems right. like a really easygoing, nice guy to me. But they're playing up the like, the New York like. What am I taking this like? You know, taking stuff from whippersnappers and whatnot. You know, like <laughs> so they're playing that angle up, which is kind of fun. But, but check that out if you guys don't know about it. Check it out. Look at look for it on Netflix. That'll be coming out March fourth. That's called Making Fun. It looks looks really exciting. I'm excited to see it. it. Should be fun. Yeah, it looks. I'm I'm not sure. I mean, it, I'm I like all the people in it. Right, and I yeah. like that they're making random things, but I, I'm not sure about it yet. It looks exciting, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah, because I think it's I don't I don't know. It's it's like if you go very specific and weird into things, will the build still be exciting to watch? Like, do I care about the right. build if it's too ridiculous? Right, like right. like make a taco eating pooping like thing. Yeah, like right. do I care if that's made? I don't know, but I think yeah. the guys that we like so much will make it interesting. Right, exactly. Yeah, and you hope that the producers go the angle of like, okay, here's here's a snippet for two or three minutes about what they're going to decide what to make. And then for 20 minutes of the show, they're making it, you know, so you get to see the actual build. And then the last five minutes or whatever is, you know, is them revealing it to the kids and their reaction. Right. You know, so it depends on kind of how they wanted to play it up, because obviously they filmed it all. Right. They saw the whole thing. I'm sure they talked about it, whatever it was. It's how the producers want to like what the angle is on what what's the the dramatic part, what they want to show. And like what I want to see is the making side. Like, how do they actually make this? Like, how do they figure it out? You know, like I want to see their thought process and then all them like doing, you know, brainstorming and coming up with like drawings and stuff. Like, I want to see that now. I'm sure like there's not going to be a ton of that there, but there'll be the process. It's still like the making fun, right? Making. Yeah. So my yeah, my it's I think it's just a worry that. Networks and producers get their hands on these things and they. They like wash it of any. A lot of times they lose the building it part. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the details of how they build it goes by the wayside. They do all these interviews with the people and they have all these little like goofy bits. Yeah. But then yeah. they like have a three minute thing where the whole thing gets built. Right. And that that's what I don't like. But I mean, we'll see. We'll, we'll all be watching. And Yeah. 
Yeah, from what from what I've heard, you know, secondhand from what Jimmy's talked about on the different podcasts and and Derek on you know on his podcast, like from what I've heard, it seems like the whole idea and the producers and all the makers had kind of the same idea of what they wanted, you know. So I think hopefully that means that the producers and the editors are all putting together a final piece that is in the lines of what the makers wanted. Right. So, but we'll see. Yeah. There's a, um, before I, I guess before I do my, it doesn't matter. There's a, it's like backyard bar brawl or something. It's with this comedian, Chris DiStefano. He's pretty funny, but the idea is good. You have two friends and they both do like, they make a backyard bar or some type of hangout area. And they, they both build it, and then they, like, compete. Hey, which one's better? And they do some goofy things. And it's kind of fun because they, like, make a signature drink, and they do, like, silly ideas of what kind of style they want. But they ignore all the building part of it. Right. They do all this, like, flashy editing and stuff and slow motion goofiness and have so many interviews. But at the end, like, you see, like, a total of, like, three or four minutes of them actual building stuff. Right. And so yeah. you just skipped over the intro. Maybe it's just for us. Maybe that, that's because that's what we're into, like right. watching people do the maker thing. But yeah. I, I don't know. They focus too much on the people. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah. I guess, yeah. And I, that's I, one of the things, yeah. like, um, obviously there are shows that are specifically about that, things like, you know, this old house and mm-hmm. a new Yankee workshop that are about making the actual stuff Woodwright shop. Right. And I mean, then they have, you know, and then, but then there are better shows, you know, there are shows like, like the house renovation shows, you know, where they like they they get the comp- the couples or whatever the people who live there to help them a little bit, you know, on different projects, and they do the reveals. So they do focus on some of the building stuff, you know. But obviously, you know, when you're breaking it down to however whatever that is, like twenty twenty two minutes or something in a half an hour show, you yeah, know, right, you only have <laughs> so much you can show, right? So it's like, yeah, you got to trim it down to the to what what keeps the audience from changing the channel. Yeah, right. Yeah. Short attention spans. <laughs> um Okay, mine I had it. Now I've, now I've lost it. Um bar. Yeah, I'm back. Um I'll do uh well no, I don't want to do that one. Let me let me find the one I was I've been watching recently. Was I I've uh just watched um, the uh, another thing that actually reminded me or thought about this whole like making for fun is watching uh, Adam Savage's test. He just did a um, one day build of of building these like aluminum components that go into the legs of a um, a, ro- a model of a robot from the robot from uh, RoboCop Two, and uh, and he's just like you can tell he's really enjoying it because he loves the robot. You know, and he loves what he's doing, but then he screws up in the middle and he talks about like <laughs> screwing up on stuff and having to start over. And like, <laughs> it's funny. And in the middle of the, it, this is like stuck with me. So right in the middle of the video, he like says, he's like, I messed up. And he's like, explains what he did. And then the screen goes black and you hear like just a little bit of music and you hear his voice and he goes, measure twice, cut once. And then the screen <laughs> comes back up and it's him. And it was like such a weird, like like a very dramatic part it was it was odd because it was out of 
it, it was out of like con- it was out of the norm of their channel you know but it was right. like it was dramatic it caught my attention i was like ooh, like <laughs> oh, measure twice cut once like it really like held my attention like it, they like punched the drama by like black the screen is black and it was just adam's voice and i was like oh that's kind of fun but that was like <laughs> it just you know got me thinking again about like just making stuff for fun you know it's like that what what do we do you know and i had i've had um I know you're about to do your recommendation, but this thing kind of keeps popping in my head because as our channel progresses, I have this like idea that I have to be, I have to make harder and harder things, you know, like that my skills should develop enough that I can make like a harder thing that, you know, like maybe I need to do Damascus or maybe I need to do like forge welding and all this stuff. And like, I, I can do it, but then, then I'm like, then I, I keep telling myself like, I we're, we enjoy doing this because it's just fun stuff. Like as long as I have a list of things I want to make, I can make them, you know, the audience right. is there. They're going to keep coming back and it's, I'll just make what I make. And of course, like my skills grow over time and I make better things, but like, I think it's just always it's always that comparison to other channels and other people who do different things and you know you see other channels growing and and they're like oh what are we doing wrong or or what do I need to do differently or should I should I be progressing to this next next level and uh, I just have to kind of remind myself that you know I I think the success of our channel is just that we're doing fun fun things that we enjoy doing and right it'll grow as it grows and things will change as it changes. But as long as it's things that I enjoy doing and that some of that was like with the, um, the challenge build video, I was kind of thinking of what I wanted to do. And it was kind of outside of my ability at this time with the tools that I have. Right. You know, I was like, well, if I don't, maybe I have to get this tool so I can do it. And then I might need a striker to do it because I don't have like a power hammer. You know, I was like thinking about all this stuff. I was like, and then I like, then I changed my idea to something that's actually much more fun i'm much more excited about it and it's something i can do i was like ah that's that's what i want to do it's this other thing that i'm really excited about that i thought about before but it fits into what we want to do you know i'm like ah yeah that'll do it i can you know i can worry about learning these skills and doing these other things later and throw it into another video when i feel comfortable doing it you know yeah but it's yeah no that yeah it makes sense Yeah. yeah we don't have to yeah we don't have to be by the you know next five years like making katanas with two people doing a thousand folds like right, exactly. it, it doesn't right, have to exactly. go there yeah if if i learn the technique and it's part of it it's because it was something i enjoyed and i got there you know right. like just, i do tons of stuff and I, yeah i was thinking that i was like well, yeah well back in the beginning it was like you said to me you're, like, you're just hanging out in the shop working on stuff anyway so i might as well come over and shoot it you know right and that's what it was because it was always just like i'm gonna i want to go out and shop and make stuff because i enjoy making stuff and so let's show it and that's yeah 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 um i guess i'm gonna i don't know if i've recommended this show it's on youtube it's a band called necro goblicon um they're like a it's a little bit of like a they're a rock band they're really good but there's a little bit like a screamy kind of stuff which i'm not into okay but they have a goblin on stage right they got this weird shtick where a goblin comes on stage. Necro-goblicon? <laughs> yeah, necro-goblicon. Okay. Um, <laughs> and they're that. pretty good. Like, they're really talented musicians. The screamy stuff, I'm not really into, but the like songs are pretty good. Um, but they have a show called Right Now, and the goblin 
is the host. And whoever it is is so funny and so good as like a kind of like a, I don't know. He's he's just a goof. And a, a new yeah. season came out. Um, and they have all types of people, like other musicians and stuff. And he's kind of like uh, with it, like you know, remember like Jiminy Glick, yeah, yep, stuff yep. like that, where they're kind of the people that kind of make fun of you a little bit. Are goofy, but check that out. The show is called Right Now. Okay, it's on the Necrogalicon page, but it's they're like little seven minute interviews. They're gotcha. really, really good. So the YouTube channel is Necrogalicon, and then in their videos they have the Right Now video. Yeah, it's just right called Right Now with John Goblicon. <laughs> nice, <laughs> John Goblicon. Nice, that's funny. <laughs> No, you have not recommended that before. I can tell you 100%. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would remember that. It's so funny. I have to send you a, a, a few to start out on. <laughs> nice. Right on. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's it. That's it for now. We're an hour and a half in. I like it. So that's three days that we don't have to do anything. <laughs> exactly. We've <laughs> just devoted our three half an hour students to the show. See? So it's really not daunting. You do a half an hour a day. Yeah, and, and but Thursdays count for two, so you get two off days. It's great. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, you can't. You, it's not cumulative. You have to do your half an hour every day, whether or not you well, do five hours one day or not. I don't. Well, yeah, I guess so. Because <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that you get started. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Fine. Damn it. <laughs> Got me my own my own words. Yeah, I'm trying to get out of this thing. <laughs> You're already backtracking. Yeah, yeah. I'm good now. For oh, no, I did. Yeah, I'm good for three days. <laughs> Half an hour. All right, everybody. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Um, if you don't already, please head over to YouTube and subscribe to our channel, The Art of Craftsmanship. That's where all of this is going back toward what we, why we talk about this stuff and why we have this uh, podcast. We get to chat with fun people and chat with you know you and I, Dev, and hang out and talk about what we're doing and what our plans are for the channel so head over to youtube and uh subscribe there check out the videos we have our what's the most recent video was the grinder video so you can check that one out that's uh building the uh housework gen 4 revolution grinder from housemade.us from brian house and if you guys want to support us um you can always go over to patreon.com and support us there now we have like different levels of patrons we have our um, our apprentice patients, our, our journeymen, and then the master patrons. So there's a couple different levels that you can support us there. Um, and that really does make a difference to what we do here on the podcast and our channel. And it keeps us making stuff and pushing out videos for you because we know that those people are supporting us there as well as anyone else who's listening. It really does make a difference. And you can just tell your friends about it. You don't have to support us on Patreon. That's fine, too. We're going to keep on putting the content out there because we enjoy doing it and it's fun. Mm-hmm. And that's the key. Um, also, um, for our patrons, if you are listening, um, I am going to say now that I need to put together sticker packs and send them out to all of our patrons. So for those Mm -hmm. existing patrons, I'm going to send out stickers, AOC stickers and the maker switch stickers. Um, did you by any chance see Brian's little video of hanging up, putting the maker switch stick sticker up in his shop? Dev. Oh yeah, yeah. On Instagram, yep. he was like following himself around and like <laughs> and then tweet, put the sticker up next to his light switch. It's pretty sweet. So, but yeah. So, uh, so if you are a patron, I will be sending out sticker packs. And if you are, if you become a patron, then uh, 
and I'm going to send out a new sticker pack. So we're going to make sure everybody gets stickers at least. And then uh, we'll, I want to do another giveaway as well like on, on one of our videos. It's been a while since we've done a, a patron giveaway. So Yeah, yeah. We'll choose yeah. from one of our patrons and do a giveaway at the end of the video. And then maybe something else. I don't know. I think I got to put this together something. I want to do something for the patrons because. Yeah. that See, yeah, that's yeah, one of your. For a long time. That's one of your half an hour. There you go. Yeah. Focus days. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do something. So. <laughs> All right, everybody, that's it. Um, you can also head over to Instagram and follow us there, The Art of Craftsmanship, The Art of Camera Guy. Keep up, we keep things updated there just so you know what's going on behind the shop. I like to do little live streams there because it's easier to set up live streams on Instagram than it is on YouTube, although YouTube gets more views, but uh, Instagram is a little bit more intimate. So if you follow us there, we do different stuff on Instagram and uh, keep you updated behind the scenes on the channel. That's it. All right, thank you guys all so much for listening. And we will talk to you next time.